All right, um, you know, we're back with another one of these bonus ones I have with me today. Uh, Sean Arbo from Gun Street Wiring Shop. How's it going, guys? Hey, uh, thank you so much for, you know, joining me on this. I know it's kind of a little different, a little, uh, little weird, but, you know. It's good. This is the, uh, I think this is the first time I've actually been on it with, through the internet. Most times I'll be there when you guys are actually there. Yeah, I think I'm like, oh, you've been on for like the NAM ones. And that's when we were like, yeah. you know, the NAM recaps, the NAM episodes. Those are always a lot of fun, but. Um, yeah, I've been kind of like, uh, you know, messaging you back and forth, like since getting these harnesses, um, I also had, uh, you know, on the last episode we talked about like how we had the telly one installed and I'm going to notice that I'm like, oh, I pretty much have your harnesses in all my guitars, but my bass, <laughs> <laughs> one of my basses doesn't have it. And I'm like, dang, all right, you're doing something right that I'm Same. like, oh yeah, keep coming back. <laughs> we can get weird. I can get simple. I mean, it's there. Yeah. With the, a, with the a, offer's with- always there. With a jazz bass, what would you do? Because conventionally, a jazz bass has the three knobs where it has like a master tone and then it has volume for each pickup. I hate that because <laughs> I was like, when I, if I'm like turning the bass off or, or like sweeping it or whatever, the volume, I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. I just turned the uh, treble pickup off or the, the bridge one. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's still on. <laughs> well, and plus like jazz bass have uh, what you call an independent volume. So like if you turned it, like Gibsons have uh, dependent volume so if you turn you're in middle position on a gibson yeah uh, and you turn off the bridge volume it cuts out everything okay yeah but the way those things are is basically if you turn off one it doesn't cut it out but what that does is it ends up causing it to have like a kind of like a weird taper so a lot of people just hate that taper yeah if i was going to do it in in one i would probably like i don't know it depends on what you're really looking for it because you could easily just do a volume a switch yeah or something you know simple like that but I don't know. You could also get weird. I've been making a lot of uh, jazz uh, bass kits with like series. So you'll wire the pickups in series, which instead of like two individual pickups, you have like one big pickup oh. because uh, and like the way it works is essentially like the neck ground gets mm-hmm. like uh, mechanically attached to the bridge hot. So it makes it a big, big pickup, which the more output, the more you can gain. For it and it sounds really good in basses okay yeah if i were you i would just like hard wire the pickups in series in general yeah because i feel like that's something you would normally do i i because right I, now you probably have them in parallel i couldn't tell you what's in there i took it to uh <laughs> when i took it to a shop i had them you know um you know do the bone nut and set up and i was like okay i really want this to be one volume that turns them both on and off the other two just dummies and this guy's like you you sure? I'm like, no tone. I'm like, no, no tone. I'm like, I never fuck with that anyways on a bass. It's always just up and down, uh, like uh, all the way up volume wise and all the way up tone or just turn it down. And so I wonder if you could do something like maybe put the on off switch on there too with that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's always no, like. No, you could. You, you literally could do whatever you want. When it comes to anything wiring, it's like, it's, it's subject, uh, subjective enough that it's like what you want to do we can just make it work yeah i don't think i've ever Get made you that like, big switch uh-huh that like big uh yeah as you were talking like that big um i don't know pickup idea where it's like oh both uh-huh. of those because the jazz bass those are not single coils right i don't think so they right? they technically are single coils but if i remember correctly i'm i am i know enough about pickups to get me in trouble but i'm not like the expert uh-huh. uh the they are actually uh revolts re, uh if i can speak reverse polarity so like your your neck pickup in the um is going to be like the north oh and then yeah, the yeah, yeah. Is the south so they should be hum canceling 
when they're uh, both if on. I remember correctly, but I also could be wrong. I could be switching that with, I know uh, P bases are that way. Yeah, maybe, ah, shit, maybe I'm like, people are like, you're fucking wrong in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Because it's been so long since I've actually played my jazz bass conventionally. It's always, like I said, mm-hmm. on or off. And then I just like that sound. I never tried blending. Like, I want my bridge to be a little bit harder than my neck. I'm like, no, I just had them all on. And that's been my favorite sound. But I think I remember, I think you're right. Maybe the, it is like a little buzzier, like single coil buzz, like uh, that mm-hmm. 60 cycle buzz when it's uh, yeah. just one pickup at a time. So, but I'm like, to me, I'm like, eh, whatever. I like it. And I know that they do make uh, humbucker-sized Jazzmaster pickups, and I'm like, I don't know. That's too much for me. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it the way it is. But Simple. Yeah, maybe uh, wiring those pickups in, you know, like you said, uh, not in series or in series. You're right. So right now, they're they're in, they're in parallel, so they're two separate. Yeah. They're wired in parallel of each other. Uh-huh. Um, and then if you wired them, I would probably have a switch, but I, I just put a switch on everything. Yeah. <laughs> in and out, just put a switch on it. I'm good. Uh, it's like put, a, put a bird least, on it. <laughs> put a switch on it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's why I moved to Portland because I put a bird on everything. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, That's your mantra. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. My but, car. Um, but no, I would I would just try it. It's literally an easy fix. Like you can try it once and you don't like it. Then you just put it back. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. Because I've noticed that the um, in comparison to um, like a P bass, the jazz bass, even mm-hmm. though I still have the same like Seymour Duncan baseline quarter pound pickups, like they're hot pickups and um, the output is a lot less than a P bass. I wonder if that would help like kind of boost it up. Maybe. But yeah, I guess like... I'm not sure. But then again, I'm like, I don't think I really... I don't know. Well, I'm like, I'm talking to my ass. I'm like, what can we do to this jazz bass to just give me a new harness? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've been like kind of bu- bugging you about stuff. And I like uh, talked to you about sending a harness to Kevin Equitz. So putting mm-hmm. that in my Rayburn, I just really dig that whole... Uh, the volume and on-off switch is like my go-to for a lot of guitars. I'm like, should try something new, but ah, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I think you had. I mean, know what you love. <laughs> yeah, I think you had sent me um, one uh, like for my Les Paul with like, oh, the Pol Pot to do like the split coil or whatever. Or yeah, is it the, uh, it's the the Gibson tune. So like, it's uh, what it does instead of a coil cutting, which essentially just cuts one coil out, and you have one, just one of the two going. Um, it filters out majority of that second coil, so you'll it's hum canceling, and you'll get the sound of a single coil. Yeah. But you won't get like the buzz, which I thought since you love your orange amp, that would probably be perfect for you. Oh shit! Maybe I should have Kyle go back and do it. But I'm, <laughs> I've yeah. never really used us. Uh, all right, I've I, I don't know. I never. I've had it on a couple guitars, and I just never got along with it. Like this, okay, sp- split coil and like coil tapping. That's different than. It depends because it's all it's all marketing words. So it's like coil cutting, coil tapping, coil splitting, and then. Everyone will say what it is slightly different. There is an actual difference between them, uh-huh. but uh, they all end up being the same in the end. <laughs> it's supposed to make it sound more like a, a single coil is the deal, right? Essentially, it's, it essentially like coil coming turns it into a single coil by uh, like a mechanical single coil. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not going to be, it's always a kind of, uh, people get confused with it. It's never going to sound like a Strat single coil or like a Tele co- single coil. It's just going to thin out the sound. Yeah, it's going to sound like half a humbucker. Yeah. Which I'm, like, <laughs> I mean, which I'm like, that's, I mean, that's, you know, close enough. But I'm like, and especially yeah. like loud band or in a live setting, you're not really going to tell that much. But no. studio wise. And be, even like your 
you're even like your mixer guy it's like if you were to fundamentally play and then all of a sudden you cut that you're you're losing half your volume so then all your your mixer is gonna be like oh shit and has to raise it back up and then kind of watch you uh-huh so it makes sense but, why oh, you wouldn't like it yeah because i was like i think i've had it on a couple guitars i think i initially it was like it was years ago so it's like i do look back on myself like 10 years ago i was just not a good guitar player didn't have a really good ear for for tone you know <laughs> but i kind of wanted <laughs> fingers all the options and so i had a guitar yeah. and i like i'm like oh i need the split coil or whatever so i can have that single coil because i didn't want to have that option and i'm like never used it and i thought it sounded like shit and then <laughs> i when i initially bought that pink les paul jr it used to be tv yellow and it had that split coil in it with like i think mm-hmm. a gibson burst bucker or whatever so good pickup and a uh, good guitar and i just like I got. I was playing it. I'm like, this fucking sucks. I never liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm like, okay. So, okay, that that's a, is a cool option. Maybe I should try it. But yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I I was uh, also bugging you about this. I was kind of just picking your brain. I'm like, dude, this should be on the fucking podcast. Do you have like a, pickup, <laughs> a favorite like a uh, pickup like harness combo of like switching options with pickup combo? That's like, okay, this is the one. <laughs> I am very fickle. When it comes to that, and like it is literally like week to week, month to month. Like, yeah. I have my SG that I've had forever that I've, I don't want to say destroyed, but like I've torn it apart enough where I doubt there's very, there's like any original screws because I had to replace many. Yeah. Um, but like I consistently go to one of my favorite ones that I have right now um, is I have that Les Paul Studio that we made or I made for, for like a, a blog. Yeah, and it is a 2005 Les Paul Studio with a big fat 50s neck. No, oh, nice. It's got a uh, righteous tone gold tooth in it, and it has the Jimmy Page setup in there. And I, I really love it. Like, there's certain pickups. So, and those are like because it, it is. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh. That's his his PAF, like his. Oh, kind okay. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. His hotter version, um, and I love them. But like, it's it's again so subjective. But like prime example is i did i put that same kit the jimmy page kit into uh this epiphone sg that i had mm-hmm. and it had the 59 and um what is like the combo for uh seymour duncan it's like the 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 two is it like the jb4 but it's a good pickup that everyone loves yeah i know I, that they do like the uh, common combo is like jb and jazz in the neck and then they do like yeah. 59, I think also with a jazz in the neck or maybe. um. Yeah, I think that's the combo I got. I ended up finding it at a, like a pawn shop. Yeah. Because someone like cut cut the uh, the um, the wire to the point where it's like you had to repair it. And I got it for like, I don't know, like 50 bucks. It was a good deal. Yeah. But I put that in that guitar and I can't stand those pickups. Like I literally, <laughs> I like them. I like them for like, what, like in series. They sound good in series, but like single coil it sounds just like just like a dog it's just so bad but like comparing that to to the righteous sound i love those in single coil um i mean it's one of those ones where it's individual pickups individual guitars and my personal mood at that day oh i just like the jimmy page because it is very versatile and and i i i I think you 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 mentioned you mentioned that, that to me um what about people who don't know what the jimmy page uh setup is so the Jimmy Page setup is um, it's usually for a four control uh, three way sw- uh, switch. So like think of just a Les Paul. Yeah. He basically had it for his Les Paul, but you can put in anything like a Tele Deluxe or anything that has you know two volumes, two tones, mm-hmm. uh, and a three way switch. Uh, but the volumes on those are going to be coil cutting. 
um, and then the bridge tone is going to be an out of phase, uh, and then the uh, neck tone is going to be parallel series. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it's down, it's the pickups are normal in parallel, uh, and then when you pull it up, they are in series. Yeah, and are they um, each one of those are like coil or like the not the coil, but the uh, pull pots, right? Yeah, or- yeah, the push pull, um, the the kind of like those kind of switch. You can do like push push or push pulls. I just like them because they're just easy to 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 get and they're pretty sturdy yeah and they if, they, yeah, if each, they work yeah <laughs> yeah if they work that's all i it people get very interesting when it comes to like part quality and there's a lot of like the the mojo side of it and like just the marketing side but it's like if it works it works i'll, yeah. I'll accept that yeah um i think I've done a, a couple of harnesses from you now and then you're mm-hmm. even asking like do you like the cts or the borns i'm like Pfft. I don't know. <laughs> you, <laughs> that once you tell me, man. <laughs> yeah, and, and I always so it's like I always really try to like be honest about it when I kind of do it like that, and it's like sound quality wise, they're all going to be the same. Like whether you get a like a metric pot, a CTS, or burns, they're all going to be relatively the same, like with very subtle differences. Yeah. Um, but the big things is going to be like like subtle things like durability. A metric pot versus like a US pot is like a US pot rates their their spins. So the amount of times you spin it, uh-huh. they rate it for like twenty thousand plus spins where a metric pot, they don't actually even rate it. Um mm-hmm. but and then and you get into like US pots and this is like the biggest thing that I've I've come to do the like doing this enough is that like between CTS and Burns, Burns has a low friction shaft. So like when you spin it, it really spins really easy. Mm-hmm. Which some people love. I think you like that, don't you? I can't uh, remember. Yeah, I um, I, I, I it's uh, I think I, that's all I have in all of mine. I I have no complaints to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and some people love it, but it's like the other people are like, it's funny on how weird people get. Like I I sold this like I sold a kit to a guy. He's like, it feels like feels like a toy. These pots don't feel right. I don't like these. Those are garbage pots. And I'm like, those are actually really nice pots. Um, <laughs> They're like the Rolls Royce. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, that's a really nice, th- what you got is a really nice setup. But it's just the idea of like, people have their own kind of like sensation of what they like and whether you like a, a low friction shaft or not is yeah. like a big difference. I can't stand them. I'm not going to lie. I like the, the brightness of the taper, um, but that thing, like you can blow on it and it will turn it. Take, yeah, it turns. Like, it rolled out on the volume. <laughs> I, I, I think I get more. No, I mean, I, I get that whole like I want some resistance or fight back or whatever when mm-hmm. it comes to like um, volume pedals. Like sometimes yeah. like volume pedals and wahs. Like I totally get that. Like uh, the Dunlop, like the full size wah pedals are like they just you 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 tap it on and it goes whoa 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 whoa. You like you feel like you know you could. <laughs> like a tap dance on it and like oh it's like it's not even there nothing there like ned flanders uh whereas i like some of the smaller ones um as far as like even dunlop the mini walls have a lot more resistance to it and volume pedals like love the feel and i think that's why they're still so popular is the ernie ball volume pedals it's just because of like Mm -hmm. how it has that little fucking string that wraps around the, the pot to roll the volume up and down it's that resistance and spring that people really like so when they go to something like, I don't know, like a Morley, which is like, there's, it's all, you know, there's no spring in there. There's nothing, you know, uh, resisting it. They're like, I just don't like this fucking feel. I'd rather go with the string that like, yeah. if it doesn't break or whatever, hopefully not. That's why uh, I think they go no. with like the Kevlar or whatever. So, you know, I, that's what I have in mind. Hasn't broken yet. So knock on wood. 
<laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I think that's just a lot with a, a lot of products in general is it's, it, your logic doesn't come in. It's more of just like the sensation and, and feeling you get using it or like, like just interacting with it. And a lot of times it is like that, like instant response. You look at it and you either you love it or hate it. Yeah. And uh, I think, uh, I mean, especially with uh, stuff that you do, it's like a lot of it is um, kind of presentation helps out a lot too. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, you put so much time and the way it looks and looks fucking killer. And I'm like, and it goes in the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know it's there. Yeah. And the people who buy it, they know it's that, that it's there. Um, exactly. Kyle's Strat has that uh, back plate, you know, so um, it's clear. And I'm like, oh, that's a fucking killer idea. So you can see one, the back plate of where like the um, vibrato is. So all the springs and shit like that. Uh-huh. But also um, he has the uh, back plate where like the control panel is or control panel. <laughs> Controls I mean, are. That works. Yeah. Where those are. So you can, so you can see inside like all the pots and everything. I'm like, oh, it looks fucking sick. And I think I was telling you, I'm like, dude, it looks like fucking those clear Nintendo in 64 controllers <laughs> where you're like dude there's tech in there look at this it's fan like it's we're the future <laughs> like that 90s phone i always wanted yes oh my god and it's like you know With the led <laughs> when it rings <laughs> yeah. oh man totally yeah i mean you've you've gone into this like on um other podcasts that you've done you've done you know uh guitar knobs and stuff like that to kind of go in your like your background mm. But I'm like, I, you kind of got into doing harnesses by, um, oh, and then also on your video, uh, I should, we should plug that. You have your YouTube channel, kind of your background yeah. of, you know, Sean Arbo from Gun Street, you know, who is the man behind <laughs> the company? People um, want to know. It's weirdest thing in the world. Yeah, no, it's fun. I mean, you're definitely a personable guy and you're a lot of fun, easy to talk, easy to talk to too. I'm like, just email or message you and you're like, no, oh, I'll talk. I'll get right back to you. Um, so uh, uh, getting into, uh, you know, doing these harnesses and stuff like that, it was because you were like kind of doing a lot of this work on your own anyways and like repairing guitars and kind of like taking them apart, like you said, and just putting them back together. It was kind of your your upgrading guitars, I guess, was kind of your thing. Yeah, it, I ended up being like a wannabe guitar builder um, just through kind of my own environment. I was like, oh, yeah, I want to build a guitar. And then I got really addicted to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I built one and... And it ended up being like a lot better than anyone thought it would be. And then I got this uh, addicted to that sensation of like surprising people. Yeah. Um, that's probably also why I do the whole pre- presentation thing. Cause it's like the idea of that sensation of like, you see it and you're just like, wow. Um, <laughs> so then for many years I ended up doing that as a, a kind of just like to pay for my addiction of building guitars. Yeah. And then I have always been the same in the, in the sense of like, I'm very customer fo- focused and like you can email me and talk to me. And then um, I also just had like some weird experiences buying pre-made kits from other people. Yeah. And then I, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard because it wasn't like one one instant kind of thing that happened, but like a bunch of slow uh, little triggers that caused me to get into this point. I'm triggered. Like, long story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. First, I got triggered because the guy was a dick. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to learn everything I can. And then it came into this idea of like, okay, well, I'm going to start selling my own because I understand this enough to like actually help people. And then it blew into this point of like, because uh, when I first started in Gun Street in 2015, like I literally wanted to sell vintage guitars. Um, I wanted to do, and no one was doing it at the time, but I want to do basically like what Trogley's guitar store show does, 
yeah. where he like does the actual history of a guitar. Like I literally wanted to do that, but with with like an internet base. Um, and then I just sold the harnesses to kind of like feel it. And plus, I, I think I just started dating dating my uh, uh, wife at that time, so I was like, oh, I need extra money. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of blew up. It ended up being like people love my customer service. People loved the way I do it. People liked enough where I'm like, all of a sudden, I don't sell guitars. I sell wiring harnesses. Mm-hmm. Well, do you, do you still want to you know pursue that? Like eventually, maybe like down the line, I'm like, oh, maybe um, open up like an online shop or like, you know, a physical shop even. Probably online. I don't know. I don't know what. I would probably do online. At the same time, yes. In the same time, no. I like... I, if I was going to do it, I would probably do it just for fun. Yeah. And like my own collection. Because I, the thing I like about it and the thing I like about what I do now is I like the, like taking the pictures part of it or like, uh, I like like the design factor, like the day to day. I don't know if I would want to do that anymore because it does take a lot because you got to like, I remember my specialty was uh, Fender Broncos. Yeah. And like at one point I bought every single Fender Bronco under like $600 to the point where like I couldn't afford them because they all the prices went up. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it just took so much just dealing with that. And and I don't know if I would want to do that anymore. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, I don't know, shipping guitars and everything, I mean, is just way different than harnesses and stuff like that. Because like, okay, shipping oh, yeah. costs and like the fact that like this is, there's way more susceptible to damage and you're like, fuck. <laughs> If a guitar broke or something, you're like, oh, cool. That headstock kind of slivered. Fuck. Yeah. Thanks, but, Gibson. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I've had a, yeah, I've had a Fender and I've seen those. Sometimes they kind of, you know, split on the headstock if they're hit just right. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, that would be cool. I mean, I, I've seen, been seeing, uh, Joe Branton from, uh, Guitar Nerds mm-hmm. started doing that. And I was like, oh, he's like kind of specializing in like uh like vintage Japanese brands and stuff like that. Yeah. So either like, you know, Fender, Gibson knockoffs or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'm like something to, I think, supplement income, but it's also like, oh, this is like cool because he's into like photography and stuff like that. They do it for like the, the Guitar Nerds Instagram. So he's been doing that. And I'm like, oh, that could be kind of cool. But I'm like, that could also be like a headache because imagine like where are you going to hold the stock, you know? <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Like, and... <laughs> I already like so uh, this house we bought has like a basement and it's literally a like a 18 by probably 30 length yeah basement and like just the the wiring harnesses alone like I filled the whole thing up and I can only imagine the amount of the guitars you would need just to like be sustainable but at the same time I also have the idea of like like Joe Brandon it's like the reason he's doing it is because he's obsessed and loves it yeah no yeah totally and that's what, the way that's what I'm like, oh, that would be inspiring to do and be like, oh, this could be kind of fun. But then you got to like think of everything else that goes along with it too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like, oh, did you ever get into like, I don't know, like guitar repair? Was that ever a part of it? Like, um, I tried, um, I ended up doing it like with a lot of my friends. Cause like when you get into that age of like, oh yeah, I'm playing guitar. You start to find other people who love playing guitars. Totally. So I pair, uh, repaired a bunch of guitars, um and uh and then also with that too you know a lot of friends or people in bands or whatever a lot of them yeah, don't no, like, know guitar setup they put strings no. on 
And some people just, that's all they know is put strings on and tune it. But it's like, tune it. Yeah. Do you know, have you ever tried intonating this thing? I'm like, you know, your neck is like a fucking half pipe, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's why I like it. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. But no, totally. That's, that was mine. Yeah. That was essentially mine where it was just basic setups and like doing that. Um, And then also through kind of like, uh, like I have a Les Paul tattoo on my left wrist uh-huh. uh, and just working at a place. I, I worked at a liquor store mm-hmm. uh, for like last decade. Uh, and it got to the, when you have enough working at a liquor store, you'll have regulars and you have people, people who will just know you and want to know you, which is also an interesting thing. So they got known that I uh, build and repair guitars. So I ended up getting a lot of repair work for that. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. But yeah, but it's also one thing about repair work is like, it's kind of stressful because it is the idea of like, it's somebody else's instrument. Uh-huh. It's their baby. You don't want to screw it up. And it's, I'm, I'm that person where it's like, I hate uh, taking too long. So oh. it was, for me, it was a little stressful to do repair work. You're always like, I, I want to rush, but then I don't want to rush and fucking break it. And then you're like, this is a whole yeah. other kettle of fish. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to like nick it. Uh, it's like, I, uh, I ended up getting like a, this guy had, and this is when I was doing it more into electronics. Um, this guy had like a custom like $4,000 like one-off base. Oh, fuck. Uh, and it had, yeah, it had like a, it had active, like active electronics in it. And he was, I don't remember what he was doing, but basically when he was changing out the battery, he like ripped the wire off. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I ended up having to repair it. But the whole time, because the, 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 the finish was like super, super i don't even know if it was like actual uh lacquer or if it was like um uh oil mm-hmm. but the whole thing is like you look at it and it looks like it's gonna dent it and i'm just like the whole time i'm just sweating bullets as i'm like soldering i'm like don't burn it don't burn it don't oh. scratch it don't <laughs> yeah. think about it <laughs> like you bump it against something like fuck <laughs> yeah it's gonna that's hold four thousand dollars oh, that's man. more than i make a quarter <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i would i think um just uh, on like this last weekend or whatever when Kyle was replacing shit on my strat um, he's like oh I don't want to mm-hmm. ruin it I'm like you're not gonna fuck it. like what are you gonna <laughs> like this thing is already fucked up and it's a squire like you're you're fine like if you like ended up breaking something I'm like we'll just tape it together I'm like it's not that big a deal <laughs> and he was like but he was still like really careful with it uh, when he's working on well, my sentimental. yeah with my guitar when he's working on my guitars where, where if I'm doing it I'm like oh Gosh, when I'm playing on stage, I'm like, oh, I spilled beer on it. Fuck it. Whatever. And I'm like, oh, I dropped it or like nick, bump it on something. Well, whoop, oops. Well, them's the brakes, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm getting more progress picks on my uh, equits. Uh, and like the more he's sending it, I'm like, damn, that thing is nice looking. I'm yeah. going to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I would be like, like, oh, I mean, man, not that, that I'm like, I'm going to sit on. I'm going to sit it on a, on a, a stand and I'm going to watch it grow. Yeah. I'm like, um, yeah, I like just, I'm like, oh, I, I'm excited. Cause he's like, uh, I'll talk more about it when I actually get it. But it's like, he's, you know, putting like a secret color underneath the purple lilac or whatever. Oh, so I don't know what, really cool. I don't know what's underneath there <laughs> until so, you damage it until I play it and get, like br- break through it. And he's like, well, you got to keep playing yeah. it until you, you get there. And then you, you see the prize. I'm like, that's really cool. And he's talking about like, oh, I'm going to set it up. So he's like learning how to do Evertune and stuff like that too, which will be fun and a trip. 
uh, for mm-hmm. him. But it's also uh, he was talking about, oh, I'm gonna get you know the strap buttons and stuff like that. I'm like, I was kind of like half tempted to message him. I'm like, don't you? I mean, yeah, just put whatever cheap strap buttons you can because I'm just gonna put <laughs> washers on there and, and duct tape. <laughs> I'm gonna, I was about to say duct tape. <laughs> yeah, because my whole thing is like I've I seen get, your last Paul. <laughs> I, I do the whatever regular washer or whatever regular strap block is on there. I put the like a big washer on there, so that's my strap block. And then I put the strap on, uh, and then and then I <laughs> I you know maybe put like a to- toothpick or something in there and just screw it back on. So that's on there solid, but I still duct tape around it just to kind of really keep it on there. I'm like. Yep, yeah. that's yep, that works. And it I've never gone back. I have strap locks on my um jazz bass because that's a little bit more fancy. And I was like, I, I think the look <laughs> of that, out. that was and I I get shit for it all the time because it's so boring looking, but that was always a bass that I've always wanted. I wanted the look of that to be more classy looking, and I want it like to be you know, I, I have the you know nicer looking jacquard uh strap, even though it's Ernie Ball still, but <laughs> I wanted mm-hmm. strap locks to make it look nice and then you know i kind of keep it a little more i mean i now nah, i mean i was gonna say like i keep it clean i'm like no nah, i still play it and bang it up or whatever but i wanted the look yeah. of it to be more classic so no tape uh no stickers on the front and then um even even my jazz master which is a nice jazz master it's an american mm-hmm. um whatever so it's like you know uh not uh not like a standard or anything it's like one it's like you know uh, up there as far as value wise goes like the American reissues or whatever and that one I still uh-huh. like I, I got it and it was already like you know the some of the lacquer was coming off because people have played it I'm like I like that that's cool that's character man and I was like fuck it I'm putting duct tape <laughs> on it and people hate the fucking <laughs> shit out of that I get it all the time like in comments people are like you tape on an American vintage <laughs> reissue are you fucking stupid I'm like, the lacquer I mean, it's, yeah, and I'm like, I, I haven't pulled the tape off yet, but I'm like, I'm sure the lacquer is, like, already discolored. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, who cares? <laughs> and then... It's like, if you like it, like, who cares? You're yeah. not going to get rid of it if you love it. hmm Yeah, and then uh, most of my guitars, I'm like, I couldn't get rid of if I wanted to. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I would, I have no idea what people would want to buy, like, that pink Les Paul for. Like, who would buy that? Nobody would buy that. <laughs> You you would probably get that that kid who is like who wants a Gibson but can't afford it, so they're gonna get it. Or you might get someone who's just like wants it as for like a band rig, yeah, because it's set up to be a band guitar. Yeah, and they're like, oh, and a that, punk band. Yeah, that's probably all they would want. And I'm like, no, I, I couldn't get any any money for that thing. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, so I mean, we've you know, uh, I don't know, we, we've been talking back and forth. You st- you started getting into like uh, filming. I don't know, like videos and promo for, you know, Instagram and YouTube and stuff like that for uh, Guntreat and like demos and stuff like that. Uh, how, mm-hmm. or what kind of made you get into that whole process? Because I know you've had like videos made or, or sent product out to like Eric Marrow, uh, Get Offset mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Even like, you know, 60 Cycle, I've done things. Have you, I don't know, did you kind of want to do it? Like to be like, oh, let's I've, see what the process is or what? Yeah. So I've always tried to do it on my own, um, but I am someone who's like, I beat, I, I nitpick everything I do. Yeah. So I've always been the idea of like quality over quantity and I can never do it to a point where I would like it. It's like whenever someone else does it, it do, it's like the best thing in the world, even if it's like overall not very good, but like they did it. So it's like, it's better than what you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've always done that. Um, I also have like a love for, it sounds really weird, but I've, I have a love for like that kind of making those kind of videos. Um, my godfather 
is he that's what he does for a living is he literally does product photography and he's done it for like the last 30 years oh, yeah. so as like a teenager i would literally go in on their shoots and watch how he did it um and so i've always obsessed with like when i was a kid i like had a uh, some puma shoes and i would played soccer and i would make make up this mock-up of like a shoot and i would pretend to do that so i've always loved to do that and i've yeah. always wanted to do that and then gun street's been doing um well enough that i feel comfortable dropping a huge amount of money <laughs> on uh, a camera it's worth more than my truck but <laughs> it's it's my last my last slr lasted me seven years so i'm like if it lasts me seven years it's worth it so now that i have that i feel comfortable enough with like the overall uh picture quality because that's the thing i've never had an issue with or i've kind of had an issue with because my last one it did video but it didn't do like high def video yeah so this one does like 4k and does like uh it does high def but it, it can do it at 120 frames per second i ended up getting for people who love cameras i ended up getting the sony a7 uh, mark three mm-hmm. so it's like just a nice camera but i i love doing that and I originally did try to do it a bunch by myself, but I just like, I didn't like the way it looked. I didn't do it. So then I, you know, I ended up contacting um, Ryan, Eric. I mean, all those guys to, to make videos. And plus, I don't know. It's it's also a way you get to see how someone else uses your product. Because I use my, my stuff one way. And it's always funny when it, someone else uses it in a, a different way. Yeah, I mean, and that that's nothing to be said about like, having somebody else like uh, make a video for your product. It's, um, you know, I mean, there's so much more that goes into it. It's like also like they're, I don't know, debuting it for their audience, which is like a whole different thing. That could be something new than some like people who haven't heard of like what you do and your product, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But also like you've already been into photography and filmmaking and stuff like that. Or like, I guess you were into photography because I'm like, oh, like you said, like your uh, stuff on Instagram has always looked uh, in your website has always looked on point. Um, for black. Well, thank you. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh shit, look, does look professional. It's not done with you know without like an idea or like goal in mind. It's got a say. theme. Yeah, totally. It does have a theme. Yeah, I'm like on. I was like, it took me a while, and I was like, oh yeah, when you click on your Instagram page, I'm like, oh wait, it's actually set up in a <laughs> way to where you, yeah, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> to where it's like you have harnesses on the left and right. And in the middle is like a, you know, a repost or something like that or something that doesn't yeah. fit that like, you know, the same like I'm holding this harness or whatever um, on either side. And I'm like, oh, shit. OK, uh-huh. yeah, you're keeping a theme going. I'm like, I like that. I'm like, I should do that with our Instagram. I mean, I won't, <laughs> but I should <laughs> do something like to pay attention to that. It's one of those ones where it's like it sounds really easy to do. You're like, oh, yeah, that'll be really easy to do. But then when you actually get doing it day to day, you're like, oh, this is actually a lot harder than I expected. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I'm like, yeah, I definitely dig the videos and stuff like that. And I was like kind of you know, picking your, your brain on it. So I'm like, did you have any background doing like video editing? And like, I think to me, like editing is, it's fun and it's to me like harder, but at the same time, way easier than talking in front of a camera. But I'm like, did you, like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Did you, did you like find teaching yourself like, video editing i'm like oh this is kind of a breeze where it's like the actual it it ends up yeah absolutely i'm still like no i'm not a pro but it's like one of those ones where it's like i ended up being very like i guess i i've been really good at photo editing in general Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of similarities into it um there's still like subtle things that i've i'm starting to get 
I at first had issues with, but I'm starting to get the handle of. But I don't know. I, I it, for what people see, like the face, like just like the face value of it. Mm-hmm. There's like way too much work, like way <laughs> too much time put into like a video. I did that. Um. Uh. The the firefly video. Yeah. And I did it the way I did it is like I just did it wrong. Like if I were to do it again, I would I would record it completely different. But the amount of like just amount of time it took me, I think it took me like a month long just to edit it. Oh, it geez. was bad because you're picking apart, yeah. picking it apart, and everything like that. Well, yeah, and and I, I ended up screwing up with um some of the the audio. So like you can actually hear like me like soldering it and like just it's it was supposed to be uh, ASMR style. Yeah, and it like like some of my clips it worked some of my clips it didn't work and then you know i screwed up on a on a frame and then i had to like fix it but i already worked on the audio to the point where i'm like Ugh. it was it was just a nightmare <laughs> You're like fuck what uh what program are you using to edit or your premiere premiere um uh, premiere pro i've always been an adobe fanboy so it's like i'm just going to continue using a uh, uh, adobe yeah adobe. i'm like i i'm i'm fucking over adobe I'm like, <laughs> this is what, yeah, this is another thing. I was like, I'm like, uh, dude, I, I was like ranting with you. I'm like, fucking like, I bought like CS6 Illustrator. I mean, a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Granted, but I'm like, I'm like, I just hate the fact that it doesn't fucking work on like updated, uh, you know, Apple product. I'm like, I also play, uh-huh. I also play, I also use Apple. <laughs> um, are you using a PC to edit and stuff like that? Or are you using Mac? I'm using, uh, yeah, Windows. I'm uh, using Windows. Okay, cool. Maybe that works a little bit better, but I'm like, oh, dude, I hate the subscription-based, like, plans. I'm like, I'm so fucking over that. I'm really over, like, Pro Tools yeah. doing that shit. I'm like, dude, that, I fucking hate that model. It's like, they everybody's yeah. going to that. Everything is, like, subscription, yeah. month to month. I'm like, well, if you don't use it for a month, I'm like, I don't want to have that option of, like, just, like, canceling for a month or not paying because I'm like, oh, I don't feel like being creative this way. Like, that's like a, <laughs> it'd be like, uh, I don't know, the the gym month to month. Even though I'm paying like for, you know, gym membership, I, it makes me kind of guilted into going, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas I'm like, okay, I don't want to pay month to month for like, you know, I, you know, image editing or if I'm doing like, I mean, if I was a photographer, I'm like, you know, doing Photoshop or something like that. And that's what Adobe's doing now. That's why I'm like, I know you're a fanboy, but I'm like, I was too. I like the, <laughs> I like Illustrator a lot, but it fucking sucks, dude. I hate that. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. And uh, it's really bad is uh, I had this like this weird thing. So I made an account and I used my email, but I mistyped a letter. So like I added an S to to my my uh, uh, my name. So it was Sean, but with two S's. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I ordered it, signed it all up and everything. And I was like, fuck it's not working like why i paid for this it's charging me month to month and i'm like why is this doing this so then i ended up going to and i got on customer uh support and i was talking to them and they're like oh well it looks like there's two sean arbo accounts and one's got uh two s's uh i guess we'll just give you that money back for the whole year and i'm like okay yeah <laughs> so they're 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 really nice at least if you get into where you're like i don't use this i haven't been using this oh okay well yeah i don't know i've, I've been like I, I I don't know. That's like I hate that everything is going month to month subscriptions. And it is a contract for them. You you either you pay like twenty one dollars a month to do for, like six months or whatever, or you pay thirty five dollars just for one single month. Ah, uh, God, fuck! It sucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. I'm like, I want to pay for the thing, and I want to own the fucking thing. 
<laughs> that's why like I'm quickbooks like, for me yeah i'm like it's uh i don't know i'm like why i don't get why everybody's going to that subscription thing and i'm like i don't know if it's easier or it's like in the long run like they make their whole money but i'm like i, I, I just don't want to log in every time i need to use the fucking product or whatever <laughs> and then like that's one reason i'm stoked about um going to final cut pro because everybody says like mm-hmm. well one it's like it's a you know uh, an Apple product for made for Apple computers, so it's made to run on Apple. But um, and then uh, Pro Tools, that's I don't know. Like everybody says, like you should go to Logic because it's like uh, uh yet again, it's a Apple product made for Apple computers, and <laughs> it's you buy it once and then that's it, you own it. I like that shit. I'm like to me, I'm like. I mean, I'm just boomering out. I'm like, that's the way it used to be, and that's how it should be. <laughs> <In> my <be."> time. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it with my money. I want it now. Whereas <laughs> people are like, come on, man. You know, this is, you know, get it with it. It's 2020. <laughs> they improve it month to month. It's not going to have b- bugs the whole time. Yeah, I'm like, well, then just update that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I uh, recently, like, I'm trying out uh, Affinity Designer. Because that's like a one-time payment of 50 bucks and you get to, so far, so good. I'm able to open up like Illustrator files in it and use it. And so if I wanted to like, you know, do, you know, image editing for like past like drawings that I've done or start new ones. And if I send it Mm -hmm. to somebody else who does, uh, who has Adobe, I can save it as Adobe files and they can still like open it and use it. But anyways, I don't know, just a a rant. I'm just bitching. You're just like, all right, cool, cool, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, wait the brian files the brian files. Kyle I'm, files i'm just like the brian files god damn it <laughs> <laughs> computers these days what is with this thing <laughs> <laughs> made me pay for parking <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh i don't know these are always supposed to be like short like 20 minutes but they ended up being like i don't know like 45 minutes or whatever <laughs> <laughs> but uh before we head on out of here sean uh thank you so much for you know joining me for this bonus episode um the bonus episode where can people find out more about you uh i want you know plug uh what you got well you can always go to my website at guntreewiringshop.com uh the most active for social media ends up being uh instagram uh, i post the most on there if you want to see some of the videos i'm doing since we talked about doing the videos uh we just started well it's we've had our youtube for a while but we're now posting more on our YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and and shout out Kyle. Kyle's been helping me with the music on that. Um, so if you want to go to YouTube, just Gun Street Wiring Shop on YouTube. There you go. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely digging the videos. And, you know, I mean, like, yeah, it looks like you've been doing this for a while. And it's only, you've only done like a few videos at, at a time right now. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, yeah. it looks like he's fucking really getting it. So how you were like dwelling that you're like, oh, it took me a month to do this. I'm like, okay. You probably learned a lot in that month, even though you only got oh, absolutely. Like, out of it one video. You learned of like a lot of what to do, what not to do, any stuff. Any, anyway, but it's really cool. So, um, yeah, um, let's, uh, I'm just going to fade it out. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.